the people who may want to do business with you may not look like you, may not talk like you, may not even have the same mind thought that you have. It don't mean that they're not good people. It just means they're not like you. Everybody, it's your boy Taz, and you are listening to or watching the intro podcast. I'm excited to have you on today's show. Uh, really, really excited to announce that the intro podcast has a new home with enough space that hopefully, really, really soon, we will have an in studio audience laughing with us, talking with us, throwing stuff at us whenever we say the wrong thing because we done messed your whole mindset up about a topic or a situation. But I'm excited that we have the opportunity to have the space to do that now. Uh, shout out to God's favor for that because it's not me. Um, sometime God to put people in your, your lives at a certain period of time and it their presence in your life will manifest for years. Whether I got where we are now with the intro was positioned over 10, 15 years ago. And it took 10 to 15 years to see God's hand move the way it has to give us the ability to be here. But nevertheless, I'm excited about it. Uh, this story uh, ran over my news feed, and I probably saw a little bit about this on TV. And I, I wanted to talk about this right fast. Uh, from CNBC.com, this 32-year-old was making $17 an hour. Now uh, his side hustle brings in $500,000 a year. His top 10 business lessons. These are lessons that... I've actually read and looked over and started to use in my life before I knew about this story. But to know that I've been on the right trail, the right track for as long as I have, it just made me feel real, real good. Let me give y'all a little bit of this, this guy's story. He says, five years ago, I was living at home with my mom in Rochester, New York, and making $17 an hour in a managerial position. But in 2018, a friend inspired me <clears throat> to move to Philadelphia and start a vending machine business. First and foremost, there will be a lot of people who are doing what you do. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. I was talking to somebody recently and I gave them the illustration. Whenever I go to Walmart, I see at least 10 different breads on the shelf. Every single bread sells because somebody has found something in particular about every single bread. Hawaiian bread. I love y'all for y'all flavor, y'all y'all taste though, I promise. Um, he said, I use... $10,000 of my savings to pay for a snack machine, a beverage machine, two credit card readers, food and drink products, and a delivery service. During my first year, <clears throat> it started as a side hustle and brought uh, just about $5,000. But in 2022, my company, Joiner Vending, hit the $500,000 mark in sales, uh, up from 300,000 in 2021. He says, now I have machines in six states. Uh, here are uh, top lessons I learned in my milestone year about building a lucrative side hustle. So keep in mind, side hustle. This is not saying stop what you're doing. Stop. Don't don't stop going and clocking in at this hotel, Troy, because you, you live in reality. Let me say that. 
in living your your dream, don't forget about what reality is. See, we have a lot of people who only want to live their, their dream and because their dream is taking so long, they're struggling right now. Like you want to live your dream, you want to become X, Y, Z, but because you're so stuck on the dream, you don't see the need that you have right now. The reality is you have bills. The reality is you have rent. The reality is you have a cell phone. The reality is you have a car, so it means you have insurance. Reality is right now. Don't forget your reality because of your dream, because your dream might not manifest right now. Number one. Make your business easy to find online. One of the smartest things I did was spend $2,000 to update my website. This includes changing the layout and investing in uh, our search engine optimization. Yes, everyone has Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Pinterest, all of these social media sites. But because everyone have those things, you have to have something that's more credible that whenever people see it, number one, I believe personally, people take you more serious whenever they see your website. Because the, to, to them, you took out time to do this. Your website is nice. Your graphics, your wordage, you know, you got your punctuations all in the right place. You took time out for this. So I'm going to respect you as a business person if for no other reason, because you have a website. You're not sending me to your Facebook or Instagram page. Because let me say this, uh, probably a little bit off the subject, but then on the subject at the same time. Just because you your 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 social media page says you have a million friends. Don't mean you have a million followers. I'm said again, friends and followers don't have nothing to do with each other, which is why a lot of times people um, put out projects or put things out and it's not uh, taken as well as they would think it is because they're, they're, they're looking at the big number and figuring that I'm going to do good because I have all of these people. No, don't stop lying to yourself. Make your business easy to find online. Create a website. Under one domain. The one thing I do like about uh, the internet, now we have certain uh, websites like LinkedIn, where even if you have your different platforms, you can get a domain name from GoDaddy, link it to your LinkedIn, and just add links to all of your business under LinkedIn. Now, although it's, it's not a website per se, but it saves people the time that it would normally take for them to find every single one of your social medias individually because all they do is go to that website, plug it in, and they find, find out everything that they need to find about you. But you want to be visible, which is why I, I tell uh, individuals, those who are not even on social media, but you have a business, you have a ministry, you're a musician, you're a producer, you're a politician, you're all of these things, but people can't find you. Because we have to understand, just like you don't have a social medium, the person that needs to find you may not have a social media either. So if you don't have one, they don't have one, they need you, but they can't find you, you will never, ever gain that business. But to me, the number might be a little bit off, but 99.99999% of the world have a cell phone that have the internet on it. So all they have to do is plug in your www and everything that they need to know finds out uh, comes up and they get to find out about you. Therefore, being able to learn about the, your, your, your product, your service, whatever it is you do and invest in it. Make your business 
more visible. Don't be afraid to bring on new types of clients. This is one of the biggest things that a lot of people have a problem with. Don't be afraid to bring in new people. I was watching an episode on YouTube with uh, T.D. Jakes. He was talking about his book, Soar. I think he wrote it like five years ago. And in the, the interview that he was doing on YouTube with a, another pastor, he said something along the lines of the people who may want to do business with you, may not look like you, may not talk like you may not even have the same mind thought that you have. It don't mean that they're not good people. It just means they're not like you. But you can't stop them from wanting to invest. I remember Charlamagne God uh, wrote a book. I think it was in Black Privilege where he was saying he was at a party with somebody and um, the guy that he was talking to didn't want to do business with somebody else because they were a part of the LGBTQ community. And Charlamagne, the guy was like, are you really not going to do business with this person because of who they love? Let me ask you this. Are you really not going to do business or bring the person in because of who, who they, they love or what they believe or what they drive or what they wear or how they talk? Some of the people, some of your most valuable people in your life may not have anything in common with you. Let me say it again. Some of the most valuable people that you'll ever meet in your life may not have nothing to do with anything that you do. All they know is that you're valuable and I want to invest, which is why I tell people always represent yourself as an approachable individual. I'll never understand why some of the um, these local people who are not even on a level to want to be snobbish. Won't talk to certain people or if you're not a part of a certain clique or a certain group, they actually treat you like you're not. All you doing is losing out on probably a fan or potential whatever, but it's simply because they don't reflect what you think that reflection should be in order for you to want to be around them. While all the time they send back with a nice, nice bank account. Or they send back with nice equipment, nice ideas. But because you're so stuck on if it doesn't look like what my, my long list say, I'm not going to do it. That's just like relationships. Whenever people be like, this is the, my list for the, the man that I want. Or this is the, the list for the woman that I want in my life. And if they can't do this, they're not for me. Which is why also I'll never understand why people say I can't date you because you're a Libra and I'm a Sagittarius or whatever that stuff is. You're limiting yourself for reasons that make no sense at all. They don't look like you, don't talk like you, don't believe like you. Well, you, can't be in a, you can't love them because of their, their sign. Come on. But in building businesses, in building relationships, you have to be able to accept people who are not like you. Because, again, you don't know who the who the valuable person is that's looking at you. Going back to the T.D. Jakes interview, he gave another illustration where he was saying, value your audience because you never know who's in your audience. Whether you're a performer or whether you're just walking down the street and people know that you're a business person. They know that you're a minister. They know that they know that you are whatever it is you are. Value your audience because you never know who's sitting in that audience or who's walking by you that's waiting to see how you react. If it's not a lot of people at your concert, how are you really going to sing? How are you really going to rap? 
If it's not a lot of people in your ministry on this day, how are you really going to teach or preach? If there's not a lot of people walking or there are a lot of people walking, how are you going to react if someone walks up to you and, 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 and speaks to you? What's that reaction? Do, do you value the three people the same way you do the 3,000? You have to be careful of how you handle people. You have to be careful of who you reject that actually want to come in and be a part of what it is you do. Because, again, you don't want to throw away all the, the wrong people. And then you take in the people that look like you, talk like you, have the same belief as, as you or whatever. And they be the ones that you need to throw away because they're not meant to go the long run. I was talking to a young lady before we started doing this show today. And I was like, God showed me that I had to. There are some people in my life recently who had to leave in order for God to elevate. Because where I was going or where he want to take me, everybody can't go. So I had to understand in the shaking that don't be mad. Keep on going. Say that. Don't be mad. Keep on going. Because whenever the other people that God want to send to you come, come in, you have to you have to have space for them. You have to have room for them to do what it is that what it is they do. But in having that room or having that space for them, you have to be open to see them. Some of your investors, again, and I'll, I'll say it over and over again, they won't look like you. Some of the most valuable people in your life, some of the best friendships, some of the best relationships won't be what you are requiring in your mind because in your mind, what you won't might not even be good for you. Because I only want this cookie cutter person. You have to look like this, talk like this, sound like this, walk like this, smell like this. Get out the box. Stop limiting yourself. Don't be afraid to bring in new people. The more you expand, the more people you'll need to hire. This is for business. The more you expand, the more you need to hire. I'm in a situation right now to where I'm looking to have some individuals come in and help with this project because we are we are podcasts, but we're pushing to start doing something a lot bigger <laughs> really, really soon. But in doing that, I have to understand I can't do everything by myself. I can't be the cameraman, host the show, work this, uh, the, uh, the, the soundboard, do the, uh, the, the marketing and promo. Well, I can do all that. Wait, let me let's backtrack. I can do that if I had to. But in business, you don't have to become everything. You have individuals that are just waiting and some of them will grind with you while you're building what it is you're building. So you have to understand that while you are building it, Bring in help because the bigger it gets, you're going to have to be able to have people that believe in you enough to want to be down and help. You have to bring in people because you don't want to be in a situation to where you're at a level of high potential to do something really, really big. But because you're not able to trust 
You don't want to hire nobody because this is my baby and I have trust issues. That was my story for a long time. I have trust issues, so I don't want to bring nobody in because I don't want nobody to uh, damage what I've been working on so hard. But I also learned in that bringing in new people, be careful who you bring in because you have to bring in people who are not bringing in a vision or a work ethic or a work law from something else because someone else's vision can't come into my vision and try to change me. I have a vision that God has given me for what I'm doing that has to go forth. So the person that you bring in has to be able to be teachable. You have to be teachable to learn the law of the land in which you are. I can't go to Germany or uh, Abu Dhabi and do everything that I would do in the United States. Because some of the stuff that's allowed here, you going to jail if you go overseas and do it. So in knowing that, I had to understand I have to be open to learn new things when I travel. Whenever you bring in these new people because you're expanding, you make sure that you're bringing in people who are able to be teachable. They have to be teachable because if they're, they're, they're not, I promise you, they're going to jack you up. Uh, mistakes are only failures if you don't learn from them. So, so true. Mistakes are only failures if you don't learn from them. Sometimes we'll go through situations over and over and over again, and we will never try to apply anything new because it seems like we get stuck. Shout out to BET player behind me. We will get stuck in a situation to where all we know is we're always right and everybody else is always wrong. So even though it didn't work out, excuse me, it didn't work out. Instead of us wanting to try out new things, because sometimes we're just scared to try new stuff. Let's just face it. Sometimes we are scared to say, okay, I've done this. And this is business and relationships, as a matter of fact. I've dated this kind of person all my life. And none of these relationships have worked. In business, I have tried this method to solve this problem over and over again, and it's never worked. Let's go to school right now. You're in school, and uh, you're taking tests, or you're turning in homework, and you're, you're constantly doing the same thing over and over again. And you're constantly getting the question wrong over and over and over, but you, re you refuse to want to do something new to get another answer. We're, because we're in a place of complacency, we're in a place of comfort to where instead of me learning, because number one, to learn something, it takes time. And we feel like there's not enough time in the day to do what I need to get done. So instead of me sitting around trying to pretend like I'm actually going to learn this lesson and I'm going to do something different, I'm going to bump my head against the same wall over and over again. And eventually, I hope I get tired. Seriously, eventually you hope you get tired. That's whenever you are purposely saying, let me make this mistake and it's all good. But if you don't want to have this mistake hovering over you for the rest of your life, notice what happened or study the mistake that you made. Say it again. Study the mistake that you made. Look at what happened or what you did to allow this 
mistakes to even occur. Notice the trigger. Let's go back to the trigger. Notice the trigger that caused you to make the mistake. Stop doing it. Stop saying it. Stop being around that, that person. Stop um, using that skill. In business, you're going to make a million mistakes, especially if you're just getting into something uh, in a, into a new field because it's a learning process. So you're going to make mistakes. But it's only a mistake or a failure, number one, if you allow it to happen and you allow it to make you want to quit. Mistakes normally um, to some people, once it happens, it crushes the person and make them never want to try again. Let me say it again. Sometimes the mistake can be so bad that it'll crush a person and make them never want to try to do anything ever again because of the fact this it this didn't work out the first time. It probably won't work the second, third, fourth, fifth, or sixth time either. Because it's a mistake. But you have the opportunity to learn from it. Just start all over again. Don't be afraid to start over. Don't be afraid to start over in your relationships, in your work, in your career, in your life in general. Don't be afraid to say, okay, back to square one. Got to start over because everything else I'm doing is not working. I'm failing and I'm tired of it. It's only a failure if you let it be. It's only a failure if you, if you refuse to start over. It's only a failure. It's only a mistake if you refuse to learn from that. Learn a lesson. And if you learn that lesson, apply it moving forward. I promise you success happens. Pay it forward. One of the, the, the best things about building success in your life is the ability to wherever you are in your success, pay it forward. And one of the best things you can do in paying it forward is giving information. We live in a world now where people on social media um, they just show the end game. They show this is the result. This is where you can get to, but I'm not going to tell you how to get to it because, you know, you still have some people who are crazy enough to believe. I'm not going to tell you how to get to it because I'm afraid that if I do that, you just might pass me up. Are you freaking serious? Pay it forward. Share the information of how you got to where you are. Because one thing I know for certain, if I share information with somebody or somebody share information with me that causes me to be successful, I'll never forget you. And I will actually go back and let you know, thank you because this is where I am. And in most cases, if, if it's a financial gain here, because you helped me get this, this is yours. Pay it forward. Give the information. Some people can't go to school for what you went to school for, but they have an ambition, a drive, or, or they, 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 they want to be that. And you are the blueprint because you've already been through it. Give them the information to help them make it because the person that you help can be the next millionaire. The person that you help can be the next big thing in that industry, and they're looking for somebody to come back and say, okay, because you helped me, this is what I have for you. Think it not strange that stuff like that can and will happen in your life. But you have to be willing and open to allow it to happen. Again, this is your boy Taz, the intro podcast, and we're talking about 
um, building successful businesses, relationships, careers, or just building to be a better you, which covers your whole entire being, everything about you. There are steps to take in life that they get you wherever you want to go. You just have to be willing to take the steps. Let me ask you a question. Are you willing to do that? It's your boy Taz, Intro Podcast. Thank you guys. Do me a favor. Share this video if you're watching the video or if you're listening to it on a podcast platform. Click that link and share this with somebody that you know who need to know. <laughs> also, in the meantime, in between time, if you have not went to uh, check out our social media, um, our social network platform topics, go to www.ilovetopics.com. Uh, you want to find some good R&B neo soul music, check out my music, I Am Trevane, on all platforms also. Uh, thank you guys once again for listening. Thank you guys for watching. I appreciate you guys. We'll be back next week with some more good stuff. It's your boy Taz. Holla.